0: everyone. It's Em and Liv, and we're your meta sidekicks. Hey, we're going to be talking about some house stuff.
1: Liv bought a new house, (laughs) if you haven't figured that out yet, because we've talked about some things. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But we figured that we would show you guys one of our new services, which is house readings. So house readings, if you don't know, your house itself has a spiritual energy. And live as a psychic medium has the ability to perceive characteristics about the energy of your house. So, what that means is if you would like to do a house reading, you do not have to have a haunted house where there are spirits haunting the house. Now, with that being said, you probably also have spirits that are associated with the house as well, especially if you don't have a brand new house. There are other spiritual beings that may or may not be residing or associated with the place that you're living with and those will also be covered within these types of readings. So we thought it'd be really cool to do a reading on Liv's new house since she has just lived there for a few weeks now. Wow you really did that well.
0: I will have you know I whipped that out of my ass. I mean it's a complete and total full turd like with the emoji with the smile face and everything. There was probably
1: someone speaking for me as an auditorial Claire audience medium, I am very much. Yeah, I'm quite sure because that was that was perfect. Was was she stalling because she doesn't know what to talk about now? Put that on
0: a cracker, dude. <laughs> Sorry, Bradley listens to this dude that wears like I think they're technically like snowboarding goggles, and I think he lives in the south, but he makes like jambalaya for people. And cooks things in only like copious amounts, like enough to feed a village. And when he's done making whatever delicious meal that he
1: is, he goes, put that on a cracker, dude. So let's start with like you finding the house and finding the energy within the house. Like, why did you choose this house? That type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, why well, I chose the house because the housing market right now is Sucks. ridiculous. Yeah, but I also feel like you are supposed to have this house. Well, I think it's funny because when Bradley and I first started dating, we, uh, yeah.
0: not to like put my fiance's tea out there, but Oof. he'll never listen to this. And if someday he does, that means our relationship is going well. And he's going to be like, why'd you tell my people by secrets? Oh, and I'll God. say, well, cause you didn't know about it. Anyway,
1: secret from you.
0: <laughs> well, I'm not going to get too into it, but he didn't have a very stable upbringing, whether that be familyly, family-wise, or house-wise at all. Um, so he moved a lot. He never really had one single house, and the houses that he did live in were not super cool. They were not great, but they were houses, and that was how he grew up. So I think it's cute that when we would go to like visit his friends or just be driving around somewhere because it's cool when you're 18 or 19 and have a house and are becoming like an adult separate from, you know, your normal family, you're just enjoying life and doing fun things. So we would, you know, drive before we got engaged and we'd only been, you know, like not married, been dating for like one or two years at this point. And we would start talking about like our future together just casually because, you know, you're in that spot of the relationship where you're like, I really like this person. I want to spend my life with them. But like you don't want to say I love you because if you do and they don't say it back, it'll be really weird. So you just talk about in hypothetical things, planning your future together, but not actually talking about getting engaged or having a wedding because that's like too much So he would talk about how he wanted a house like the ones that you buy in like a cute little neighborhood. And they all look the same, but they're all new and they're all nice. He's like, people with money and stable families live in houses like those. And I never had a house like that. But every time I'd go over a kid from school's house and they lived in a house like that, I knew that their family was cool and that I'd actually get like a meal.
1: (laughs) Yeah, makes sense.
0: So I think it's cute that he would always say that. How he wanted to live in a cute little cookie cutter house in a nice little cul-de-sac home and all of the houses look different except well, like their shutter colors. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not my thing.
1: Yeah, it's really hard to find your house because it looks like every house on the street.
0: Exactly. It's Jesus. weird, but that's what he wanted. And, you know, almost four years ago when he would talk about this, we would talk about that. I would be like, oh, I don't want a house like that. I want I look- want a century home. <laughs> on like 8,000. 000- <laughs> psychic medium.
1: Which we have a podcast talking about those experiences. Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, I want like a giant cool house that's really old and has a lot of character and a lot of energy to it and lives on, it's on like 8,000 acres with a horse farm and, you know, stuff like that. So when I saw this house on the market, it very much i do very much think that we were supposed to be in this house cuz i would not have found that house if i wasn't looking at houses with my supervisor at work she mm. she's the one that found it so once it went on the market it had literally been on the market for 3 hours and i was i called my real estate agent showed it to bradley and was like bradley we don't have to look at this house. Let's just put an offer on it for this much because this is what they're asking.
1: Which is dumb, don't do that. Well,
0: exactly. I called my real estate agent and, and He was he's like, like, that's
1: dumb, don't do that.
0: <laughs> so we didn't, but after it was on the market for a day, we had a house showing and we were like, this is the house that we need. It's perfect. It's where Bradley wants to live. It's close to where he works because eventually- whether MetaPsychics, and it's going, we're we're gonna do this as a full time job. We're gonna be baller shot callers with a manifestation super awesome business. But my dream is to be a stay at home mom that owns MetaPsychics and can financially provide for her household. However, Bradley would be the working man of the house while I take care of babies because that's important to me. So this house would be where we would do that because he has to go to work. And uh, with MetaPsychics, I would bring the work to me. So it made sense for him because it was what he sees himself in and what he needs. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really cute.
1: So I personally think that you got the house on a spiritual level Mm -hmm. because this house, as we have found out, is almost like a house of mirrors. So when energy goes into it it like bounces and reflects off the walls and the reason why i think that that is good for you is because i feel like a lot of things in your life you like to ignore them (laughs) however this house prevents you from doing so you have to actually deal with them understand them and move past them which the house is forcing you to do makes sense yeah but do you want to describe like the energy of your house as if you were reading your house for someone else?
0: Currently or in the past? Both. Um, well, when we first looked at the house, there was a lot
1: of things in it.
0: The person that lived there before was like A lot of
1: physical like furniture. Oh, you yeah. say things people are gonna be like, There are spirits in there and you bought it? Oh no no no. no. I Actual- bought it
0: objects <laughs> i bought it because it was really quiet and it gave me this very much like light blue kind of cloud like energy or like watery it was energy
1: like boy like masculine
0: yeah a boy but a very soft boy like a soft so- soft
1: boy soft
0: boy it's very passive uh-huh and but they had a lot of things in it physical things like the living room is not that big and there's this beautiful picture window that looks out in the backyard and they had their like 60 or 70 inch TV that literally took up the entire picture window in front of the window and a giant sectional that took up 90% of the room. And there was a postage size stamp amount of floor space in which anyone could actually walk around a baby grand piano also in the corner leading to the kitchen, just Things everywhere, like a giant big glass top table in the kitchen that doesn't actually have like a dining room area. It's just a space that you could put like a cute little four person circle table, but they had this elaborate table in their kitchen. It just, <sighs> things on top of their stove. Like I've never seen this before, but they had this like wooden top cover for oh. their gas stove with handles on it. So instead of just like leaving- a cutting board. No, it wasn't even a cutting board. Really? It just was something that they put on top of their stove.
1: Well, if it's not a cutting board, that's pretty chintzy.
0: Well, it was just weird. It was like this giant yep. plywood thing that they stained and put two big two by four blocks cut in half on either side and then weird black handles that they would put on top of the burners of their stove. And my mom was trying to tell me and explain it to me that since they had a, an infant, mind you, an infant, oh, not even a toddler, that,
1: works.
0: <laughs> that it would be like something to keep them from touching the burners. And I'm like... I'm sure that their baby is literally a baby. I don't think it knows how to crawl yet. So, yeah. why would they be touching burners? And it's why a gas would they be stove. Able to
1: get to the stove.
0: Yeah. So, it was weird. So, I think they just wanted space to put things on top of because every square foot of their house was covered in things that, which in is my also taste, probably
1: why they were moving out. So, in,
0: yeah. In my taste, too big. Like, they had a king-size bed and a giant armoire so you dresser. Had a king-size
1: bed in there? Uh, yes! Oh. Remember? King-size beds are fucking huge.
0: It was a king-size bed that sat up off of the ground at least four feet because the mattress itself... I remember when we went to look at the house, guys, in college, I had my bed. They were bunk beds, but they were split so you could move how high the mattress was off the floor to try and put things underneath it. So, like, most people would put, like, a mini fridge and, like, cute little things for a TV area. But Olivia didn't have a mini fridge or a cute little thing to have a TV area because she was lucky to have a half laptop tablet that she was cool enough to write papers on and like look at PowerPoint slides. So I put it up really, really tall just because I thought it would be cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, M got me one of those tiny exercise trampolines to use uh-huh. to get into the bed. Just because it was fun. Because you have to get a running head start to jump into it anyways. And I remember when Em came to look at this house for us. I was like, they need a trampoline like the one that you got me to get into their bed. Mm -hmm. So a lot of things everywhere in this house. So kind of like when eight feet of snow falls and all of this space is taken up outside, it gets really quiet. That was my perception of the house. And I thought that that was equatable to
1: not the things in the house, but the house itself. And I was wrong. Because like I just said, this house literally reflects everything off of the walls. However, because the things uh, that were in there, those things absorbed most of that energy. Like a padded room. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So once they moved out, all of the things that have happened in that house have been bouncing back to me. (laughs) And it's not cool. Like I said, it's a cookie cutter house in a really like cookie cutter little neighborhood, which is fine. I'm about it. It's cool. It's what we need right now. And it's what is going to help us to build our family and move to the next step whenever that happens.
1: And and we had this uh, one TikTok live where we went over to Liv's house to do it. And we were reading people's auras. So she told me, why don't you like listen to people's auras and tell me what their aura is? And I'm sitting there and I'm like, there is this obnoxious sound coming from your upstairs. So I can't hear anything else other than this sound in your upstairs bedroom. So I go up there and I can hear like screaming, like coming off the walls. But mostly there was this literal high-pitched blue-purple noise coming from her bedroom. To which, again, I have realized... The people in the house before were screaming and that energy, that residual energy of like anger and screaming was literally bouncing through the house.
0: Yeah. So this house is very much a starter home. So since it's been built and it hasn't been around that long, the people that have lived there have used it as a transitional space to go and have a house and then move on to the next part of their life. So no one has ever really put their heart and soul into this house to help it understand or give it the conscious energy that I usually pick up in or pick up on when I'm doing house readings. So I like to equate my house now as a toddler that has no identity because all it's ever been around is screaming adults.
1: It's and very I, hollow.
0: Well, it's weird because when I went into the house, I had a different perception of the people that lived there until after they moved out and we moved in. So- there was a couple things that went on with the house while we were closing that was annoying. That changed my perception of the people that lived there before. And it's fine. I understand where they were coming from. However, it was less than desirable. And then when we finally move in, I started to see all of the things that, was, that were hidden underneath all of their physical items. The dirt, the dust, the disarray the lack of love and time that they didn't put into the house they very much just covered everything covered everything up to give it this mask of an appearance and when em told me that she heard screaming in the house even after all of these things i was like i don't think the people that lived in the house before were angry because i grew up in a house with a lot of screaming and upsetness so i didn't get that type of energy from the family but they masked it with all of their things. And once I moved in, I saw in two of the doorways of my houses, the um, trim in the doorways is broken. And I know that the only way the door trim of a walkway uh, becomes broken and splintered is when you lock a door to keep yourself away from someone and they forcibly try to push the door open and the little lock mechanism pushes against the doorway and cracks it and breaks it. So that only was physical proof of the screaming or arguments that may have happened that she picked up on because the house was residually bouncing it back to her. Yeah. So this house that I originally thought was like a nice, happy, safe, padded room of quietness is actually a house of mirrors (sighs) where all of its past Things are bouncing around it because no one has given it the time or energy to have it understand or give it a personality of its
1: own. It's only been but masked and covered up. It's also the reason why you have it because it reflects your crap back at you as well. Knowledge bombs. <laughs> <laughs> stares at me. <laughs> well, I'm trying. I don't know. I have anything to picture. say to that. Well, I don't yeah. know.
0: It is. I deal with a lot of my I find it
1: interesting.
0: past issues by just covering them up and ignoring them. And it's funny because you said you need to stop ignoring things that happen in your life. Because whether- the
1: person that made you find that house is Gojo. Ah. And Gojo is the person that is helping you not ignore the things in your life, but to deal with them.
0: Yeah, well, I also think it's funny because we were recording a video that's going to come out in the next couple weeks before this podcast, and this weird spirit being walked in the room, and Em and I were covering a very, very, very big topic that was hard for us to condense and wrangle, and this spiritual being came in to help us with that, like so many others have so far, and uh, I ignored him.
1: But I was like, who is this weird man that looks like a smoke guy in, like, A weird, fancy outfit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so I ignore him because I'm like, you're a spiritual being and I'm not talking to you right now. So I'm just going to, you know, laissez-faire blaze over you. And M's like, baby medium, wants to know everything and is like,
1: who are you? He started telling me things and I was like, okay, that's a great that's a great point, but like, who are you? <laughs> are you telling me this? <laughs>
0: yeah. So he was there to help us explain things and, you know, get us forward in this video, which was very hard for us. And uh, I was ignoring him. And then M had to be like, do you see the weird thing, the weird guy in the room too? And I was like, Does which is look-? why
1: I'm also around you because I make you not ignore that.
0: <laughs> yep. So M makes me not ignore things. And now this house is making me not ignore things, whether that be spiritually or in my actual life. Because that's welcome. how I deal with things is I ignore them, which is one of my downfalls.
1: But there's also a lot of spiritual beings within the house as well. Mm-hmm. Who do you want to start with? The um, Banshee Woman? I would say you start with the Banshee Woman. Yeah,
0: we can talk about the Banshee Woman. Well, I'll just name them first and then we'll go into them. So we have Wait. the Banshee Woman. Then we have the thing in the closet. And the thing in the closet is not necessarily associated He's with the associated house. It's not associated with the house. It's associated with um, Bradley and I to an extent so that's different but however he's using the energy in the house to magnify things and uh it's he's related to bradley but he's getting power from the house because of the things that have happened because
1: of the residual energy he's using it or absorbing it to make his presence more known
0: yes and then we have the older woman and the older man who I don't know who they are. The older woman is associated with the house. It's like she speaks on behalf of the house. And then the older man, I'm not sure who he is. Because I've gotten mixed ideas of who he could be and who he might be, but I'm not sure. So I just ignore it.
1: Again. <laughs> I also think there's a balanced being.
0: Like oh, a the one being. that's
1: underneath the house? Yeah, but I wouldn't call him a light being. Yeah, he's just some weird thing. Yeah. I don't know. He's weird. Yeah, I don't talk to that one. You do. (laughs) Yeah, because I was doing a tarot reading and he was showing me things in like black with like white outlines of things. It's weird. Mm
0: -hmm. So starting with the Banshee Woman. The Banshee Woman, we've come across, what, one or two other Banshee Women? They're like these weird spirits that people equate to like...
1: A banshee is someone that screams. They're like a spiritual or mythological being that like screams and they show up when like death is about to occur. Weird. That is what a banshee is. Uh, I wouldn't equate them to death. Like the lore.
0: Okay. in the lore. I didn't look up the
1: lore. However, when I tell you they're a banshee woman, it's because they like screaming and they look very ghostly and like, I don't know how people perceive death. Like a, Mm. a... well, you Ghost use, is death. You use a movie character
0: to explain what they look like. What do you mean? I don't know. You've used some horror. I usually do. A horror film character to explain what they look like.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, which one is it?
1: Well, if they're screaming, then I equate them to a banshee because they are screaming. The way they look is different for me. Yeah, but you
0: explain the Banshee women as some sort of weird character that you've seen from this one well-known paranormal or scary horror movie that I wouldn't know because I don't watch horror movies.
1: I don't think it's the one that's in your house, though.
0: Well, no, it's not one in the house, but Banshee women all look the same. They look
1: similar. They look like the girl from The Grudge. There we go. That's the (laughs) fucking thing I was looking for. Like pale, white skin, dark hair that's like over their eyes. I guess they're not making weird grumbling noises, but some of them do, and then they make screeching sounds.
0: Yeah, when they get real close to you. Yes. I just didn't know the movie. Sorry. I needed other people to know the movie because they know it. I don't. Okay, thanks. Uh,
1: Are you scared now? Mm. You haven't seen it, but but those people, these people listening, Uh, are you scared? Have you peed yourself? Uh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's interesting that we've had different Banshee women- Show up, and Em and I so far with metapsychics have learned that dark things aren't always bad things. They're not demons or malignant entities. They are there to teach you lessons. And I have this banshee woman in my house because. She was drawn to the people that used to live there. And if we are consistent with M's hypothesis of them being screaming and angry at one another, which is why she's there. That would be why she's there. And I noticed when I moved into this house, yes, there's stresses of moving into a house and also uh, slightly irresponsibly
1: screaming
0: buying a puppy and having well- <coughs> all of these things going on you know it was a lot of pressure but bradley and i both grew up in houses where screaming was on a regular daily occurrence so i just we our relationship is literally built on not screaming and sometimes it's really hard for me given my parents um but for him it's not his screaming and the way he received it was a little bit different so that's one of the reasons we're together is because we don't like screaming but i noticed when I was in this house, that I wanted to be very loud and very angry and very volatile, which is uncharacteristic for me in a, you know negative or mean or malicious intent. Usually, I'm loud and obnoxious in a comical shut up, your dad jokes are bad, and no one wants to hear you singing type of thing. But for me to be angry and want to be vocal about it is very few and far in between, at least in this point of my life. So I was like,
1: why odd is this that I happening? see this weird banshee woman. <laughs> yes so
0: I knew the banshee woman was there but I didn't know that she was trying to physically manipulate me to express the energy that she needs in order to continue to
1: reside in my house. Can I ask you a question? Yes. So we just did a podcast on dragons and I explained the creative realm to you guys. You want to know what that is? Go to that podcast. <laughs> However... The idea is that within this creative realm, you can manifest things into an existence. However, there are rules in the sense that the entire collective conscious would have to be able to put their energy towards the creation of this mythological beast. Did that happen for Banshees? Yes. Is that what you're seeing? Yes. Is that why they're drawn to screaming? Yes. That's weird. Yeah. (laughs) So you are seeing a literal mythological being that is drawn to screaming. Yes. Wild. Uh-huh. Go on. Um, so anyways, that, well, that's what dark things are. They're just the manifestation of people's well, fears. Usually I see dark things as like dark energy and they can change their form into scary things. Well, However, I think the Banshees are a, a beast. Oh, <laughs> are they explaining it to you now? <laughs> they,
0: they look like human they souls. They are a beast,
1: but they are like, they're like showing me um Hocus Pocus where that girl sings to children and it draws them to them or like brainwashes them. Other dark spiritual beings sing to these like Banshee people or scream to them and they are able to control them. But your Banshee woman is a little different.
0: The Banshee women are a fear-induced manifestation of a human soul. I feel like there was a woman at one point that passed away and was so angry that when people would perceive her, she would be perceived as this negative entity. So people got scared and were like, this Banshee woman's scary. So now there's more of them like her, but they aren't a human soul, which is why I always get confused that when I see human or Banshees, that they're a human soul, but they're not. Yeah. Yeah. The way that I see it. So, the them big that- beast that you would be talking about is the original banshee woman, who is the one that's based off of the ones that we see now. That's not the one that I'm talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about then.
1: I feel like they get their energy from bigger dark things. So, like in the conjuring house, there's a big scary ball of energy. Mm-hmm. They are able to wield other dark entities. Yes. By, like, creating some sort of energy that essentially brainwashes them. A banshee is a lower dimensional or a lower energy being that is controlled by spiritual beings. Like, dark entities that have more energy. So, that's why they are usually in, like, houses that are highly haunted because they have that big spiritual thing. I don't know. That's what they're telling me. I don't know if that's real. Yes
0: and no, yeah. Because yeah. yours is
1: not like that. Yours is more solid and more conscious, mm-hmm. which is why she's switching. But I, I don't understand why she's switching either.
0: Well, it's because I've been yelling at her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowing her to exist in my physical space. In yeah, the but way you would that think she that she would to. like
1: just go away. But she is like upset. <laughs> she's she she's usually scary, but she's switching to her energy level to be more positive than negative. Which is weird.
0: Yes. That's like a topic for a different thing. Uh I can't wrap
1: my head around that. If you guys want us to talk about Banshee Woman, women, people. Entities. Let us know somewhere, like YouTube or Instagram, and we'll cover that as one of our mythological beasts.
0: So, she uh, was trying to manipulate me to give the energy that the past owners, whether that was the owners right before us or the ones previous to that too because again people don't put their heart and soul to it it's just a cookie cutter beginner house so they move in they exist and then they leave which is metaphorical for human existence anyways to some sort of essence and she was trying to make me give her the same energy that the people that lived there previous to me had and I had to recognize this because I perceived her existence and the energy that she was trying to manipulate me with and I was like no. And then it was really hard, like really, really hard. Um, so I don't know that's one thing that I've dealt with since I've been in the house and, uh, it actually escalated because since then I, you don't have to physically talk to spiritual things or entities. You can just think about it in your head. Cause you know, when I'm talking to souls, I don't, uh, talk to them outside verbally, but you can, it doesn't matter. It's six, half one dozen of another anyways. And I'm not equating talking to souls to dark things because they're not the same thing. However, the communication is the same thing. Anyways, so I'm getting off topic. It makes me uncomfortable. (laughs) I was not allowing myself to feed into the energy she was giving me that would make me volatile and angry. I would recognize when she started doing it and do like a little anger management breathing exercise and say, okay, it's just the creepy banshee woman in the corner that makes me want to scream and be angry. So I need to reconnect with myself and say, this is not me. It is somebody else trying to influence my emotions and I'm going to go from there. So I would ignore it. And since then it's gotten very good. However, I have been okay with my house knowing that spiritual beings are in it because, you know, spiritual beings are allowed to exist within your house um, because they were there first or at least consecutively. And sometimes being aggressive or outwardly angry towards them makes things worse. So just get over it, coexist and move on, which is what I've been doing. So Banshee woman doesn't like that. My safety of residing in the same space as other spiritual beings, whether they be human souls or Entities is that my animals and my other people in my house are not bothered. Yes, I'm a medium, so I know I'm going to be influenced by them. But if everyone else in my house is copaesthetic and it's fine, then there's no action that needs to be taken. We can coexist peacefully. However, a couple weeks ago, I was in my office doing stuff for Metapsychics and M, and I had my puppy upstairs, Thennel, and she was on her dog bed laying with me. And I perceived and ignored the banshee woman standing in the corner of the room. And since we've lived in the house, my animals have not batted an eyelash or given me any physical validation that they perceive the souls that I'm seeing or beings. But Fennel also saw the Banshee Woman. And the Banshee Woman was intimidating my dog to leave the room that I was in. And that was the straw for me. I was like, when my animals are seeing you, that's not fucking cool. You need to step the fuck off and either... Change who you want to be and stay in this house, or you can get the fuck out. Because I'm quite sure any of the other people in these cookie cutter houses you could influence, manipulate, and make scream and yell at each other. Because where we live, that's not uncommon. So these are your options get the fuck out and find someone else to get your dumb energy from, or you can reside here peacefully and not ever talk to my dog again, or my cat, or my fiance, or any other future beings that are physically here again. And it was weird for me because I had to not play into her trying to spook me, but also be not reactive, but assertive and commanding, which is interesting. It's, M asks me if I get scared when dark things come around or if spirits try to overstep their boundaries. Yes, but if you feed into that in the form of fear, then you're giving into it. So you can't use reactive fear to handle things like that. You have to use proactive, constructive, authoritative energy to redirect whatever is happening spiritually. And that's what I tried to do. So when M
1: says that she's changing now, it's weird. It was weird because I've never seen a dark thing change. They just leave. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know actually know if she is a Banshee woman or what to it. She's weird. But the next spirit that we we're going to talk about is the older woman. Now, I don't remember anything that we talked about in the video. Is she the one that lives there? or lived there.
0: I don't know if she lived there or if she was associated with one of the families that lived there. I feel like she was associated with one of the families. However, for whatever reason, she's supposed to help with this house. And it's weird because that doesn't make sense to me.
1: Yeah. Cause she's like quiet. The only reason why she's quiet though is because everything else in the house is louder than she is. Mm-hmm. But what does she look like? She has like soft
0: brown hair, almost like if it was henna dyed and she's maybe like in her late to mid fifties and, um, her, her clothes changed. So like right now she's wearing like normal, like pants, um, and like a normal, like shirt. So like the capri pants that older women wear that are like slacks (laughs) and like a tan cream colored shirt. What has she been helping you do? I don't know, maybe womanly things. Mm. Like being a house mom, taking care of things, very domestic, maternal things, maybe. She's been helping me try to understand what's important and what's not important and delegate those responsibilities as such. Because with ADHD and uh, all the things going on, it's hard for me to prioritize things that need to get done over myself in the house. I think she's helping me with balance. God damn
1: it. Fuck you. She shows me, like, dusting, but they're not dust. They're, like, little, I don't know, dark dust bunny-looking things. And she's like, you're dusting out the uh, negative energy that was left behind.
0: It makes me think about Spirited Away. What about it? Remember when they move into the old farmhouse and they say that there's the dust fixed pixies or the pixies in the house Mm -hmm. i think that's the most cute and creative way to explain to children moving into a house and why there's dust everywhere and if the dust fairies leave, then the house welcomes you. And I think it's really cute just to explain cleaning a house and why it's dusty to children. And it makes me want to cry. It's so cute.
1: Well, I'm glad that she uh, made me say that to you because it was specific for you, which is why I asked you mm. what she was trying to tell you. Because I when she was showing me, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. She's dusting weird Spirit things out of the house. That's weird.
0: Oh, yeah. It's so cute. I love yeah. that when I watched that movie. It was adorable. Because
1: that that's what she was trying to get. She just wanted me to say that so that you would understand.
0: Uh, yeah, I get it. It's adorable. She's helping me with um. like we finally painted our living room and we've lived there for almost two months. <laughs> yeah. We've had paint for almost three weeks, but we just haven't had time to paint things because it's a lot. Bradley does a lot. Em and I do a lot. And uh, when we finally have time, it's not a lot of time. So we're trying. I'm really excited to paint our bedroom. Brad picked this color that's a really nice blue. But he picked it because he likes rap music. And the uh, the name of the color is Drip. Wow.
1: <laughs> Brad is funny. He is funny. That's why I like him. He talks funny. It makes my brain feel good. Do you have anything else to say about this uh, woman? This older woman? Um.
0: No, I... um. They're her, the two human spirits, her and then the man we're going to talk about are very just like calming energies. Um, So when I perceive them, I just acknowledge their presence and move on. So is that other, is that man human? Yes. Okay. I don't know. You're better at talking to them than me. They're supposed to physically help me. I don't think I'm supposed to talk to them as a medium. Mm hmm. Yeah. I talk to people- or The man sp-
1: helps you spiritually, but it is not uh, active for you to do it. Okay. Um, so if you want to get into the man, what does the man look like? He makes me think of Wreck-It Ralph. Is that what he's showing me?
0: Yeah, I see him- Some like him- really
1: big, thick dude.
0: Well, I see him as shorter. He's maybe like 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, yeah. He wears glasses- And he kind of gives me the body shape of the old man from Up, but he's wearing a blue and white checkered plaid shirt and gray jeans with a braided leather belt and old man loafers.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so when I first talked to him, he's interesting because he makes me, when I talk to him, he makes me feel like I'm in a trance. And when I say that, it's like everything is moving slower than it actually is. Like there's a path or a trail in which things are moving and that's how he helps you spiritually. He makes things happen slower because the house makes everything happen really quick.
0: Yeah, it's horrible. Literally, I hear people walking around upstairs in my house like as if they were working on the house, building it during construction. Like I hear people with construction boots walking back and forth and I hear banging and clacking like they would be boarding up walls and putting up drywall and I thought it was just my cat upstairs one day and she likes to eat herself off of surfaces and run around after she eats crunchies because like the power of her
1: ancestors. When, courses do, you, through sorry, her veins. when do you hear them? when I'm
0: by myself?
1: Although but some do you hear them when you're like in a trans?
0: No, it's like when are I'm, you zoned out? I don't think so. I might just well, I don't know what your aspect of zoned out is because I feel like other people's idea of zoned out is just me when I'm Like, calm. Yeah. Because I'm never, ever really zoned out unless I'm calm. And when I'm, I'm not usually calm. (laughs) I'm usually always thinking of something because ADHD. It's usually when I'm downstairs.
1: I mean, maybe. What he's showing me is he's showing me that the things that he's presenting me as, like, when I'm in this weird trans thing where everything is moving slowly He has the ability to do that for the rest of the things in the house so he can slow down time for you so that it is better or easier for you to understand things in the house. So he's going to help you understand and process the things in the house so that you can then, like, make them not as noisy. Does that make sense? Kind of. So you're hearing the house being built because he's taking those residual energies within the house and slowing them down so that you're able to hear them at the frequency in which they are or were at that time does that make sense because usually sounds are like really really quick so that's why it appears as a frequency
0: is it healing for not only me to understand that I'm listening to the residual energy that is from the time in which the house was built but also healing for the house itself because it feels like it can relive its past and understand what
1: was happening. Yes. Because when you heal from things, like I'm not saying that you're like an alcoholic or whatever. But in AA, one of the ways to heal yourself or to help yourself with your trauma is to not only understand your trauma but to help someone else do the same thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Empathy. you are doing
1: that for the house, so that you under so that you are able to process and understand what is happening to the house so that you are able to do it for yourself because you are helping someone else do it interesting, so this being this man that I don't think is an actual human man is in the house to help slow things down because when you listen to this house claire audiencely or like spiritually, everything is happening so quickly and it's so hard to pinpoint certain things in the house because they're all happening at once so this spirit is slowing them down for you so that you are able to process them better which is why i feel like i'm in a trans
0: interesting you're welcome yeah that's weird i'm glad that you can talk to them because again
1: just perceived no communication very much psychic kind of. It is not important that you perceive him. It is important that you're perceiving what he's doing for you.
0: Mm, yeah. Same thing with the lady. It's weird. But um, my house is doing my house is doing good. We um, I do Reiki on my walls because I <laughs> guess the Which, word. How do you do that? Um, when things start to get awry, or I get stressed out about things, or feel like things are getting loud in the house spiritually. I will put my hands on the walls, usually upstairs because I feel like upstairs doesn't have as much energy as downstairs because I feel like most of the people did the living, you know, in the living room and in the kitchen and things like that, walking in and out of the back door to come in from work and leave to go to work. Um, But upstairs was much more quiet because not as much time was spent up there, which is one of the reasons why I want to paint our hallway so bad, because I feel like if we paint the hallway, it will give it some more definition of I don't know, of a character, you know, like literally Mm -hmm. my house walls, I think are the original color of when everyone moved into the house. Like, I don't think the hallway's ever been painted ever. It makes me sad. So I want to paint it the the puce color that I picked because I think it would look really nice. Anyways. Um, so I put my hands on the walls and I imagine the, the blue energy of the house coming in through me. And when I perceive the, Energy, Claire sentiently, it's very buzzy, it's very electric, it's very dissociated. But when I receive the blue energy from the house in the walls, I take it kind of like a filter and I deionize it. So I take out the skittery feeling and electricity of it and put it back into the walls where it is much more cohesive and quiet. And I also add a little bit of flair with some pink and gold because those are my colors. And I think that is called Reiki. I
1: I think that's called Reiki. Yeah. Yeah, it's super interesting. So, was there any other beings other than the one that's in the ground? Mm, I don't think so. So, in the video, I do a tarot reading for Liv's house. I Don't remember anything that happened in the tarot reading, but I was talking to this being that is telling me now that he's associated not necessarily with the house, but with the land. I see him in the ground and he doesn't necessarily have a form. He is just like space.
0: Is he associated with all of the toxic waste that was dumped like a couple miles away from my house
1: and buried in the ground? He's saying, I am hidden. I am the things in this neighborhood that are hidden. I hide things. That's weird. Because the way I see him, I literally see him as a dark space, like a location. Like if everything, like if we were in a cartoon and everything was black and you would only see objects if they were outlined in white. Yeah. That is how I see this being, but he's not necessarily a being. He's like a location. And he keeps saying that
0: location, location, location,
1: I am black, not because I'm a dark being, but I am black because I hide things. That's weird. Which would make sense of what you just said.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, because there was like this big giant um, company down the street from me and they made like really toxic waste and True to like the 70s and like fifth, like six, 50 six, I think it was the 70s. They're selling me 70s. Uh, they uh, put them in bi- giant like metal containers and then buried them in the ground. So uh, instead of being able to live on that land, there is just nothing. Except for deer. We have a lot of deer, which makes me happy. We call them the radioactive reindeer. Weird. They're a lot bigger than other deer. And we like to say that it's because the grass that they're eating has like toxic waste in it, which is true. But I don't know if it's <laughs> related to
1: their growth. the not deer people talk about not deer a lot (laughs) lol lol also i want to ask you another question okay so you kind of did a reading on my house on tiktok yeah who are there people in my house well your house has old man energy yes um you told me that he has old man energy but he also shows you things about himself as the house of like things that need to be fixed so he shows you like the perimeter of rooms and shows you different things on the perimeter of the walls and shows you what things need to be fixed or things that are what like
0: yeah state they're in kind of like if a person went to the doctors and they're like my knee hurts and it's creaky (laughs) i'm old it's right here i'm a house yeah um. Yeah, he like a lot outlines things like as if electricity was running through sockets in a wall. And that's how he shows me different things in your house, which is interesting. Um, is there a space within your kitchen um, that creaks more than the rest of it? And it's like mm-hmm. if you were to be facing the sink and then you walk back like five <sighs> steps, there's an area in the floor that feels like it is less secure than the rest of it. Yeah, why? <laughs> He says, if you want to fix it, you're not crazy. It's there. (laughs) It's just a weak spot within the floor from when it was laid in the foundation. And
1: he's like, My Virgo house telling me more things about himself.
0: (laughs) He's like, you know, after a lot of years, after, you know, the foundation settles and moves, everything that the house was built on also moves. He's like, it's not something that's really, really, really pertinent to anything right now. Hmm. Is there water damage there because of the pipe that broke?
1: Hmm. There might be water damage in, like, the crawl space over there. Is that where the area that I'm talking about would be located? I think so. I think that's the kitchen. Mm. Maybe you should have
0: Jared crawl into the crawl space and see if there's any, like, water area. Well, that's where, where that- we get
1: water in the crawl space. That crawl space right next to you. Hmm. So well, that correct. would be. There is water damage there.
0: Interesting. Well, that would be one of the reasons why the the floor is softer over there. Is not just because the house has settled over many years, and it's just an area or weak point that has been established because of all of those normal natural things, but also because all of the water's over there. And there, yeah, because a there, water problem. When we ones. moved
1: in, there was we had an inspector look at our house, and there's a weird. Our roof is weird, so the gutters aren't actually moving the water away from our house, or there isn't enough gutters moving the water away from our house. So, there is a part I think that is like near the weird corner cabinet is in our kitchen that is really super cold. So, we like tried opening up the walls to see where, like, why it was so cold. Because we thought there was water damage in that cabinet, but clearly it was in the wrong spot that we were looking. Yeah, it's like under the floor. Yeah, makes sense. Which is weird. And it's also weird that he's telling you that because we literally did that last year because it was freezing in our house. Mm. (laughs) However, do you see an older woman? I could be going crazy or could be talking to someone else in your house. I have a hard time pinpointing things. But I see like an older woman. Is she behind me to my right? She looks behind me. <laughs> <laughs> I have a hard time discerning where things are. Ah, So, yes. Okay. I think she's attached to me, not the
0: house. Because I don't feel anything ah. in the house. I don't even feel like the spirit that you've been seeing that stands in your house that I think is associated with one of the neighbors ah, who has yeah, passed. Because
1: he's not associated with my house. Exactly. So, I, I see him. Do you see cats in my house or are those just cats associated with me as well? Mm,
0: there's one there's cat a lot that's of associated cats. with the house. Okay. And it's like this gray bra- uh, boy cat.
1: I literally see cats going into my cabinets and I go over there to see if my physical cats are in the cabinets and there's no one in there. Because Tofu shows them where the fun spot is. Sorry. But yeah, you have anything else for your house? Does your house tell you about itself? I have not tried to because it freaks me out. Well, um, it's not as loud anymore. The frequency in your house has gone down. It's like a green color now, if you wanted to know. Well,
0: that's really good. Yeah. I um green, I've been yellow. trying a lot and M when she first started talking to my house, we pulled tarot cards for it and she's very
1: clear audience. And when it would talk about itself, it would talk about itself like it. It talked about itself in the third person, Mm -hmm. in like, we are here. And I was like, you are not a we. Why are you telling me that you are a we? And he's like, because I am many things, because I don't know what I am.
0: Mm -hmm. And since then, when we pull more cards for it, it has now changed its tone of voice and how it talks
1: about itself. Yeah, which the first time I read it was Really freaking hard, cause like I explained earlier, there's so many frequencies in this house that it was like trying to listen to the vocals of a song while they're doing construction in your house.
0: <laughs> yeah, but just now the vocals. It refers to itself as me, my, right?
1: Yeah, it okay. talks about itself now because there are less things in it that are saying we affect yeah. the house.
0: It's uh, it's interesting. So. Slowly by uh, bit by bit, we're making the house our own and putting a lot of love and kindness into it and not yelling and not screaming because that's not how Bradley and I are. And uh, we'll see how it goes. I'm excited.
1: But again, if you guys are interested in a house reading like (laughs) this one, make sure to go to the show notes and you can book yourself a house reading because like I said, you just need a house in order to read. You don't need it for it to be haunted.
0: Yeah. Well, or an apartment. You yeah, know, a place in which
1: you live. A place of existence.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we hope you guys like this one because we were really worried about how to make a podcast for it. So we can talk about anything,
1: really. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, I'm going to go upstairs with them and uh, make some dinner and check on the puppies because Bradley's but, been watching Thenel.
1: Before we go, you want to hear about our Patreon okay
0: oh, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Thank you for reminding me. Also, guess what? You're a towel. I love you.
1: Now, all of our towelinians. I get nothing at the Bed Bath and Beyond. Oh, that would be a really good t shirt. Oh my God. Because it's like
0: the Beyond. (laughs) We should do Bed Bath and the Beyond. Oh, TM, TM,
1: TM. You're all towels. Are you ready for their names? (laughs) 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 Also, if you want to also become a towel. Link is in the show notes. For Patreon. Whatever tier of Taldom you decide to pick. (laughs) (laughs) And you only get this joke if A, you watch YouTube, but B, if you're a patron. So uh, come in on the inside jokes. All right. You go first. No, you go first. I went first last time. Avery. Cassandra. Anthony. Violet. Tiana. Peyton. Marina. Allie. Mac. Josie. Autumn. Thais, Victoria. Jenny. Laurel. You passed it. Brianna. Antia. Bradley. You're a towel. You're all towels. All of you, every single one. Sandy. Oh. Oh.
0: <laughs> nice. I'm sorry. I'll get it eventually.
1: Sherry. Christina. Sushi.
0: Antia. Anita.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Seeing is hard. Seeing is Katie. hard. Katie. Squints.
0: Charles. Jen. Holly. Krista. Also Holly. I'm sorry. You know what I'm talking about, Florence, Abby, Malake, Malake. <laughs> yeah, that's his name. He likes it.
1: Thank you to all of our towels at the best bed, bed bath and beyond, or the, the beyond. Yeah, bed bath and the beyond. <laughs> also, I got this joke from a patron, so I uh, thanks Flo. <laughs> I can't. It's so good. We love you guys so. Can much. you hear that moving shit upstairs? God, so rude. <laughs> We'll see you guys in the next one. We are your meta psychics. So rude. (laughs) Uh,
0: It's like they're doing the chair thing from SpongeBob. They're playing musical chairs.
1: We'll I'm let you know who won musical chairs. <laughs> I also was going to say something. Oh, we finished before four o'clock today. Yeah, because I uh, kept you on target. We did two Also, videos. we're doing TikToks, so we're not finished. Ha 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 ha.